listeners, welcome to Solid Saturdays, where we take a moment just to have a casual conversation that flows from the heart of God. Listen, this conversation will inspire you and you will receive prayer that will empower you to have a solid weekend and an even better week. Now get ready because we're about to dive in. goodness. Oh my gosh. I missed you guys so, so very much. How y'all doing out there? Let me know. Connect with me on social media to let me know how you guys been doing. Uh, Welcome back to season two of Solid Saturdays. I hope you all are all caught up because... This is why we have a powerful season of insight, prayer and inspiration ahead of us. And it's starting today, y'all. I am so, so excited. So feel free to share this podcast or any episode on this podcast with your friends or your loved ones so that their Saturday and ultimately their life will be a solid one. So let's dive into today's topic. Today's episode is titled Twisted Truth twisted truth. So I was speaking with a friend and we were having an unplanned deep conversation. And I find that deep conversations that are unplanned, they often are the best conversations because they're hot off the press of what Holy Spirit is telling us. It's so much life in those conversations. So we were talking and we began to talk about how people can be deceived by what they perceive. People can be deceived by what they perceive. And your perception is typically created and molded by how healed you are. So if I'm not healed from an offense by someone, then this means that everyone else is subject to that offense in my life. Meaning that if I was in a verbally abusive home as a child, if that happened, then it's a possibility that harsh voice tones from people who can genuinely love me, it may also be a trigger for me to isolate from them because of my perception from my wounded area. And if we're not careful, then we will read and interpret the word of God from that same wounded filter, meaning that we will make the word of God applicable to everyone but ourselves. So now here we are, wounded, and you may even have a desire to be healed. I believe that many people that are wounded, they really want to be healed. I mean, come on, y'all. Who wants to be miserable all their lives? Who wants to be in pain all their lives? Who can see the evidence that they are wounded and wants to stay there? Nobody. Nobody in their right mind wants to stay there. So you're wounded and you want to be healed and you even have access to the healing balm. And the healing balm is the word of God, right? But you fail to use it because of wounded filters that keeps you from seeing and applying the truth to your life. So here comes the enemy in this situation, right? In an attempt to use the truth against you, aka deceiving you. Y'all see how all this is connecting? How your perception leads to your deception, okay? So the enemy will come in and try to twist the truth to make it feel good to your wound. But listen to me, people of God, and I want you to hear me clearly. That feel good feeling is only temporary. Now, real healing hurts because to receive it, 
you must go deeper into the wound. You must dig a little deeper, right? And that don't feel good, but you must confront what has wounded you. And honestly, that's what the word does for us. It cuts and then it heals us. Why? Because the word rids you of the toxins and the deceptions that keep you bound. God doesn't. Okay, I got excited. I hit the mic. (laughs) God doesn't want you to remain bound. And honestly, because this stuff is happening in the church where people They want to be healed, but they don't want to confront their pain because of how painful it is. They like that temporary high, you know, that temporary feel good feeling, right? Where they just ignore the work that needs to be done for you to be healed. And this is what's required for you to experience wholeness and healing. God doesn't want you to be bound all of your life. The enemy wants you to be bound all your life. That's why he continues to feed you those temporary highs. And this is the revolving cycle that happens in so many of our lives. But y'all going to break it today because we're going to find out that healing ain't magic. It takes work. (laughs) Yes, miracles can happen where our bodies can be miraculously healed. However, Our soul is another story, y'all. Soul healing takes work to maintain, a.k.a. you got to reprogram some things. Habits become lifestyles, right? So you have to reprogram your body to create new habits so that you can birth a new lifestyle that will be conducive to maintaining your healing. Listen, if you operated one way for years, then you may come into the light as Paul did in an instant, right? But what are you doing to reprogram the way your mind thinks and body operates in order to maintain your healing? The enemy will deceive you into believing that your work stops at the altar, but the devil is a liar. (laughs) Your work begins at the altar. You receive the deliverance at the altar. You receive the healing at the altar. And this is the reason from this twisted truth that your work stops at the altar. This is the reason why many people are frustrated with church because they don't understand why they still feel bound when their deliverance at the altar was real. You still feel bound because you got some reprogramming to do. It takes work to reprogram and to maintain. It takes discipline, y'all. And this is what the Bible means when it talks about sanctification. To be sanctified means that you are set apart, meaning that you live a different life. You can't leave the altar going back to the same environment, the same surroundings, the same people and have the expectation to maintain the healing that you received at the altar. That will be literally impossible to do because you have done nothing to set yourself apart to maintain that healing. When God has delivered you from something, then you have the responsibility to steward your deliverance. You have the responsibility to steward your healing. Meaning, after I leave this altar, I'm going to add reading God's word to my daily routine or my weekly routine or whatever. Whatever is different from what you are doing right now, what's necessary, you got the responsibility to carry it out. And through reading God's word, it will bring light to the adjustments that you need to make in your life. Psalm 119, 105 says that the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God's word is so true, y'all. So the more I read the word, 
the more I begin to see the truth about my relationships. Come on, y'all. We're going to make it real. So the more that I read God's word, the more I begin to see the truth about my lifestyle and what is conducive to my growth spiritually, naturally, and financially. Because God wants us to grow in all areas of our life. Contrary to what you may have been taught, God wants us to succeed and have abundant life in every area of our lives. This is how we live and abide in God. So as I was talking to my friend, the Lord showed me that people in the church are not deceived by worldly things. So let's just throw that twisted truth out the window. Bloop, right? The enemy deceives them by trying to use the word of God to manipulate them for his own benefit, because that's honestly what deception or being deceived means. Matthew 4, it says after Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights, Matthew says that the Holy Spirit led Jesus to the wilderness to be tempted. So y'all know the tempter came, aka Satan came. He showed up and look at how he tempted or attempted to tempt Jesus. He attempted to tempt Jesus by using bits and pieces of the word to deceive Jesus with the hope that Jesus would bow to his weakness at that time. Listen, y'all, the enemy tries to tempt you where he sees a void in you. Does that mean that we got to be perfect or that we should be perfect? Absolutely not. What this means is that We should keep it 100 with God all the time. Give God what's void in your life. And giving what's void in your life to God doesn't naturally erase the void in your life. But what it does do is that it will fill you spiritually. It will give you substance to stand on so that when you are tempted based on that void in your life, that you will be able to overcome that temptation. Okay, so why are we talking about voice? Because at that time where Jesus was tempted by Satan, he was hungry. The Bible says he was hungry. So there was a void naturally in him. And that's where Satan came in and he tried to tempt Jesus on that void. So the enemy will try to do what he needs to do based on what's void in your life. But you have to choose to give it to God and God will give you substance to stand on so that you can overcome the temptation that the enemy presents your way so that you can pull from that spiritual reservoir so that you can pull from the spiritual word bank that you have and combat the enemy. When you are anchored in God, Listen, I didn't say perfect, but I said anchor. When you are anchored in God, then the foolishness of the devil is easily detected. (laughs) Let me make it plain for y'all. Okay. As y'all know, and I'm going to continue to talk about it. Y'all going to know when I get a boot for real, for real. All right. But as y'all know, I've been single for a while. I've been single for a while. And listen, I still have needs. Let me be real. Because for some reason, people tend to think that mature Christians don't feel that part, that it just magically disappears until marriage. But let me be the first to say that that don't happen. Okay. (laughs) Nope. It doesn't happen. I feel all the feelings in the tempting y'all. Okay. I'm very alive. However, Because I am anchored in God, I can stand firm when temptation arises. And trust me, y'all, it does arise. It it shows up in my lap 
Not literally, but if I wanted some things to go down, then it could go down. The enemy is foolish, but God keeps me and he strengthens me even in my time of temptation. The enemy will tempt you where he sees a void and he's foolish enough to try to twist God's truth in an attempt to make you fall. But this is what you need to realize. The greater one lives on the inside of you. And because of what Jesus did for all of us, you have the power, we have the power to overcome anything that the enemy throws at us. You don't have to fall, y'all. Reject the enemy's twisted truth and be anchored in God's truth. And this is how you do that. You don't deny the truth about you. You give God your truth and you abide in him. God's truth makes the difference in our truth. So it's worth keeping it 100 with God because his truth makes the difference. You must have substance to fall on when temptation arises. Now the Bible says faith is the substance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, right? So if I'm hoping for wholeness and healing, I still need some substance so that I can fall on that substance until that healing and wholeness manifests in my life. You can be hoping for a husband or a wife, but you have to have the substance to rest on until that happens for you. You could be hoping for a financial breakthrough, aka a raise or a promotion, but you have to have substance to sustain you until it's time for that. So what's your substance, y'all? You must know the word of God or you will become deceived. And this is where we miss it. When we ignore our pain, when we ignore our issues, our struggles, all these things, when we ignore it, it leaves an open door for the enemy to come in and influence you based on your pain, based on where you're lacking. And this may be foreign to some of you, but I lived in this trap. So I know this intimately. But this is how you break free. This is the good news. This is how you break free. You got to bring your wounds to God. Bring your frustrations to God. Bring your issues to God. Bring your confusion to God. Bring your anger and depression and addictions to God. And don't do it because I'm telling you to do it. Do it because you want to be healed. I can't force you into your healing. Can I preach truth? Absolutely. But that truth has to be found and taken in in your heart where it moves you to make a move for God to move in you and heal you from those toxins and heal you from the place that you're in and deliver you from that place. You have to want to be healed. If this is you, then bring it to God. Right now, open up your heart and give it to God because we're about to pray. So, Father, I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for my brothers and my sisters who have come to you broken. They've come to you empty. They've come to you bearing their voids, their emptiness, their anger, and their depression, Lord. And they're presenting it on the altar right now. And, Father, I know you to be such a loving Father. So I pray that you will overshadow them in this moment with your love, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let them know that they are safe in you. Let them know that you have them in the palm of your hands. And I 
ask that you would release your peace upon them. Peace that passes all understanding, Father. Father, pour out your healing right now upon them, Father, and heal them from the inside out. Heal them from their brokenness, Father, and show them your truth, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that through your truth, that you would remove the filters, that you would remove the scales from their eyes so that they can break free from the toxic behaviors that they are tied up in because of the twisted truths that the enemy has fed them for years. Father, may they break free by the power of your Holy Spirit. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would give them a hunger and a thirst to run after you, to seek you with their whole heart, God, to chase after you, Father. Would you cleanse them, God, of any twisted truth that the enemy has thrown their ways, Father. And I pray, God, that you were creating them a clean heart and renew a right spirit on the inside of them, Father. And as you clean them up, I pray, God, that you would give them the strength to stand when temptation arises and comes their way. I pray, God, that they will strap up, gird up, and put on the full armor of God so that they can withstand the schemes of the enemy, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, sharpen their discernment right now in Jesus' name so that they can clearly identify the devil's schemish ways and overcome for you have called us overcomers you have called us more than conquerors and you have given us the power to overcome any scheme of the enemy so I pray that you would lift the spirits of those that may be depressed of those that may be weighted down thinking that they cannot overcome this the devil is a liar I pray right now that your power will arise on the inside of them that you will lift the heavy burdens father I pray that they will put on a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness God and that your power will begin to flow in their veins father that they will be encouraged father in the name of Jesus and knowing God that you have given us the power to be victorious uh, that it is our inheritance God to reign and rule over the enemy and have dominion and power over any obstacle or scheme that he throws our way father in the name of Jesus Lord so lift the weights now offer your people in Jesus name and I plead the blood of Jesus over them right now in Jesus name the blood of Jesus over our lives and I pray for your protection and your safety to be upon us father we thank you now God we bless you now God for you are good and your mercy endures forever God so receive all of our praise all of our worship and we say that we will bless you forever it is in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus we pray amen and amen hallelujah God is good y'all so we thank him for removing the filters from your eyes that old belief systems they are gone now in Jesus name so remember this is what you do to break free from the deception of the enemy you got to abide in God do the work to be healed and put on the full armor of God and be ready to fight. You got to continue to fight for your deliverance and know that at the end of the day that God has you. You are safe in his hands. So I want to thank you all for joining. And it is my prayer that you guys had gotten some inspiration and prayer from today's episode. And because we serve a mighty God, I have confidence that you did. And so with that said, I know that you will surely have a solid Saturday. See you next time.